0: to use is extra. No Do you know her sign? No Franzi, I would drink today. No I look I think I'm kind of psychic. No filter, no
1: filter, no filter. It's like, am I psychic or am no I an empath?
0: Friendship. No. Long-distance friendships, social media.
1: Friends, you are listening to No Filter Friendship with Jen and Haley. I'm Jen Gregorio, and
0: I'm Haley McNutt, and together we're two friends who talk too much. Ah! And today, we're two friends who talk too much for the last time ah! in season one. Holy Woo! shit! Holy shit! I'm hiding. I'm hiding inside my hoodie because I can't handle it. Haley, it's I'm- been one full year. It's been 365 days. 52
1: weeks, 525,600 minutes. Oh,
0: my God. What the fuck? Seasons of love. What the fuck? <laughs> Seasons of love, baby. I... Seasons I, of love. I really can't fucking believe it. It's, like, kind of... I mean, like, we've talked before about how time is fake, and especially, <laughs> like, in the past year, in the pandemic, I think it's been really fake, but, like, time has never felt more fake than it does right now in this moment. <laughs>
1: so so this is episode 53 which is coming out exactly 52 weeks
0: after our Our first first episode Mm -hmm. episode yeah because we didn't miss a fucking week bitches that's Um, right all y'all haters that's right you thought we couldn't fucking do it well look at us now (laughs) including me including me (laughs) Both of us weren't sure if we could do it either, and yet we We. fucking did. So suck on that, past Jen and Haley. Suck on that, us. us. In reality, actually, we did not have many people who doubted us, but to the doubters and the haters, fuck you. That's all I have to say. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. And to the besties who have been with us since literally day one. Wow. How the hell you doing? You're a real What's one. Up? You're a homie. What's up? You can stay. <laughs> we're happy Billy to have you. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Never it's, leave. <laughs> it's like a whirlwind. It's a roller coaster. I can't believe that we actually made this work, especially looking back on like, we had some trials and tribulations this past year. We had a lot of things happen that were yeah. very unexpected. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at what we're dealing with right now. You're about to move. Huh. You you had got two <laughs> different jobs in the past year. Yeah, dude. I have had three jobs since we started this podcast. Uh, that's wild. Yep. And unexpected. And yep. also, I had fucking back surgery. Yep. <sighs> dude. It's crazy. Which I'm just now realizing is, like, exactly six months ago. <gasps> Isn't that weird? Oh. Like, right halfway in between. Wild. What the fuck? Yeah, Your back if-
1: tried to say, uh-uh, you can't do this podcast anymore. And you said, fuck you back. Yes, I, I can. Said,
0: I will drag you to the finish line, bitch.
1: And you did. Yes. And here we
0: are. I will record from my bed. And I did. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. I'm really, I'm emo about it. I actually did go back and listen to our first episode again. Oh, no. Kind of to like... Mm, see what was different but also to see what was the same and honestly it was really interesting it was really hard to listen to i won't fucking lie (laughs) it was (laughs) really hard to listen to like cringing the whole time (laughs) kind of there were a couple moments where i could literally hear like our voices shift Where we went from Mm. not being nervous to just literally having a conversation. And we Uh, kind of go in and out of that a bit in the first episode because you can definitely sense that there's, like, some underlying anxiety for both of us. Yes, because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Oh, yeah, because we were, like, so just literally just out there freewheeling, trying to see what was going to (laughs) happen. And you can tell, like, it shows, but... I, it, you know, what is really interesting is we actually talk about so much in the first episode that we end up talking about again in later episodes. And huh. we even... We even said that at the end of the first episode We were like, wow, we covered a lot of stuff here But we barely scratched the surface Like, we'll continue to talk about all these topics later Because we talked about, like, having horrible jobs We talked about Mm. making friends in competitive environments Or, like, the transition after you graduate from college And Mm. all this stuff that we went back and talked about in even more depth later In their own, like, designated episodes But we mentioned all of that in the first episode Which is wild to think about Good for us I know, I was so proud I was like, okay, go ahead Like, (laughs) get it with the topic." Truly ahead of its time (laughs) But yeah, it was wild It was definitely really weird And kind of like awkward To listen to us being awkward But Well, I
1: also think that we probably said a lot more ums and Oh a lot my god, more likes. so much
0: Dude, I was getting frustrated with myself Listening to the episode because yeah. I was like I think that stop we it. have really
1: improved <laughs> Just the way that we speak
0: Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy to think about I know We're getting so much better at it Which is really exciting I'm amazing at
1: talking
0: <laughs> We've always been like really talented When it comes to talking But now we're like professional Good at it <laughs> Yeah uh, yeah, I'm a professional talker. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, it was wild. I don't know, man how are, How are you feeling, Jen? I feel like
1: f- it feels fake, right? You know, uh huh. Like <laughs> truly confused by the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Remember when we first started, it would take me like six hours to edit an episode. Oh my God, I know. Because I would try to edit out every single like and every single um and every single awkward
0: pause. Mm-hmm. Of which and there then, were many at the time.
1: Oh my God, there were so <laughs> many. And yeah. now there are less. There are significantly yep. less. Mm-hmm. To the point where I don't even bother trying to cut them out because they just sound normal. And not annoying. Yeah. Most of the time. Right. And now it takes me like two hours. I know. Look at you go. A so, little, little golf club for that.
0: That's impressive. Thank you so Honestly. much, <laughs> thank you
1: so much. Honestly, I'm impressed myself every time I do it in two hours. I'm like, wait, that was that was it? I did You're it. Like,
0: Ooh. <laughs> look at her. She's fast. Ooh,
1: she's talented. <laughs>
0: That I I did notice that too when I listened to the first episode again, like how you can tell it's very edited. Like you can yes. hear yes. that things have been, especially obviously since I was you know there when we recorded it. But you can mm, definitely yes, tell yes, that yes. things had to be spliced in and out and up and down and all yeah. that crazy stuff. Also, obviously, the audio quality is not as good. But what we're saying is, if you're new here, it's We've a good episode. But like, yeah, don't judge us too hard. <laughs> And like, when you tell other people about this podcast, just make sure you tell them like, Eh, the first couple episodes are a little wonky, but they really hit their stride. <laughs> like episode three, four is where it gets yeah, really good. <laughs> first couple of episodes are rough, but yeah. we get through I mean, it. we didn't even have our theme song
1: yet then, too. Wow, I found a random song on the internet.
0: Yeah, we literally were using royalty free music because <laughs> we were like, I don't fucking know what to do. Really and forgot. thank God for Emily Rooker and Nate Smith, the OGs, Hell they yeah. came through and gave us our beautiful theme song, which Absolute obviously icons. We it gets and stuck everybody in everyone's loves. fucking head. It yeah, gets stuck it in everybody's so head. It's so catchy. Also,
1: I <laughs> I don't know if I've said this before in the podcast, the amount of times people look at me and just start singing the theme song. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny to me. Like I th- I feel like Amanda and Rachel do this to me all the time where we're like having a conversation or it does it to me all the time too? Where we're just having a conversation about friendship, and then all of a sudden they're like, "No our friendship."
0: Oh my the God. word I like to use is
1: extra. No our friendship.
0: I'm like, "Fuck me." That's hilarious. I mean, it's just a testament to how iconic it is. Honestly, I mean, we've it's yeah. it's an institution at this point. As are we, I guess. But it's wild. You should it's, release
1: it on Spotify.
0: Oh, let's text Emily and, and let her know. We oh gotta, my god. We got to yeah. get it out there as a single theme song. <laughs> it's only 30 seconds long, but hey, that's Imagine. all you need. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> well, in honor of our 1-year anniversary of starting this podcast mm-hmm. and our last episode of season 1 because we are taking a few months off.
0: Yep.
1: Of releasing Not episodes. Too long. We're so Not too long. Nobody panic. Only
0: two and a half months. We'll be back in 2022. Oh my God.
1: Yes. Wild. Uh, Yeah. What the fuck? It still feels (laughs) like it's 2019. Um, Right. But we are going to do a QA episode. um, Yay. That we have gotten questions from you guys and we're going to answer them to the best of our abilities, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We have quite a few. We've been talking about this episode for literally months. So to those of you who were really, really patient. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, obviously, you guys are still welcome to send us questions whenever, wherever. Yes. Um, especially while we're on hiatus, we are still going to be recording because we will be prepping for season two. So yeah. you can still talk to us. You can still send us stuff. I just want to say that up top because yes. I don't want anybody to panic. Send gonna be your okay. questions
1: in. <laughs> It's nofilterfriendship at gmail.com, nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. Yes, exactly. And make sure that you are uh, following, following us on social media because we're still going to put some cute stuff up Uh huh. because we're cute. We <laughs> are so cute. <laughs> we'll be posting stuff. Uh, so follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nofilterfriends with a z, and then on TikTok at nofilterfriendship. Yep. And while you're on your phone, make sure that you rate, you rate,
0: review and subscribe or follow (laughs) us on Spotify. And yes, we will remind you of all of this at the end of the episode as well. But it's important for us to mention it now because, first of all, y'all love to skip. We know it. And second, this is going to be the last time that we get to check in with you like this live somewhat. Um, yeah. for a little while. So we yeah. want to make sure that you guys have all the info on where to find us. Because, again, we don't want anybody... Listen, I know that there are a lot of people who say, oh, we're going on a break, and they never come back. I'm here to tell you, that's not going to be us. I promise. We will be back.
1: <laughs> we'll be back. Soon you'll see. Oh, my God. King George, is that you? that's yeah yeah it is yeah it's me i'm a king we love to see it anyway
0: yeah let's just go to restart yeah i think we should start and i think you should probably start jen because i do have the first question we have here is that one that your mom asked
1: Yes. So my mom asked me this at P.F. Chang's in Syracuse, New York, really last weekend, <laughs> a few weekends ago. And her question was, what was one thing you learned this past year? And she specifically meant it about friendship. Like, what is the mm-hmm. one like yeah. biggest takeaway... That you have, So Haley, do you have an answer to that question?
0: Yeah, I thought about this a lot over the past week because... It's a really hard
1: question. I feel like is, I've learned so well, much.
0: Exactly. The reality is that I've learned a lot about friendship in the past year, which is kind of funny because obviously we came into this being like, we are so passionate about friendship. We know so much about friendship. And yet there's still so much to learn, mm-hmm. which, I mean, is kind of a lesson in itself. But yeah. And the reason I, why you should keep listening to us, huh? correct? <laughs> You're not an expert. Nobody is, not even us. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think for me, I I mean, obviously, a lot of shit. I've learned a lot of shit in the past <laughs> year, but I think one of the really big things that I learned is my friendships are all very different, and I. I need to not expect them to be the same, if that makes sense. Oh,
1: shit. That's
0: good. (laughs) Which is something that we've certainly talked about in previous episodes. But but for me, the way that it really has hit home is just taking stock of my friendships this year. I mean, that's like the number one thing that we have had to do as hosts of this podcast. We've had to really take a magnifying glass to every friendship and relationship that we already have. And any new ones that form and all the ones that our friends have and they tell us about, like, we're scrutinizing things in a way that we really never did before. And for me, that has, it's shocked me how different some of my friendships are because- What I haven't been thinking about that in the past, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, they're all the same or like relatively the same, especially if I made friends around the same time or from the same group or whatever, you know, you lump them together. You're like, oh, yeah, we're all really close and it's the same type of closeness with everyone. And that's just not true. And it's honestly kind of beautiful to have such variety in your friendships, but also, coming to terms with the fact that your friendships are all very different and they all are going to behave differently, they're all their own thing means not a lot of people not meeting whatever expectations you have because just because another friend did it, you know what I mean yeah, yeah, so that's been a that's been a hard pill to swallow this past year, especially as I've become more and more aware of it the more we mm-hmm. talk about it, you know what I mean, yep, yep. Yeah, but it's but it's a good lesson too. It's important to remember.
1: Yeah, it is. I I also feel like I've I've had to look inward a lot the last mm-hmm. year and like it's so funny cuz I like have I've had issues with my friends in the past year. And it's always it? like, well, yeah, but it's all whenever I think about it, I'm like, I literally have a podcast about friendship. Why can't I like figure this uh, out? Or like, why am I feeling mm-hmm. this way? You know, Um. so that's been really weird because mm-hmm. I, I guess I've never really felt like, like I've had friendship problems before, obviously, because again, who hasn't? But I've never been like, I shouldn't have not that I shouldn't have these problems, but, like, I should be able to figure out how to get through them.
0: Right. I, yeah. You're, like, looking more about your into yourself about, but like, why am I having these problems? What am right. I doing? Yeah.
1: But it's really hard to do that when you're inside something. Oh, when you're absolutely. in a situation, it's so much harder to, like, figure shit out. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why everybody should email us their situations. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> at gmail.com. Anyway, I think that the biggest thing I learned this year about friendship is... Okay. I don't know
0: the answer to this. <laughs> I don't know if I know. You have I had, like, two know. weeks to think about this, Jen. I know, but don't I, like, have an answer.
1: still don't know what the... Like, I just feel like I've learned so much. Like... Yeah. The one, like, biggest thing that I've learned... I feel like... Okay. Okay. I feel like it might be to, like, look inward sometimes with friendships that makes sense like I feel like a lot of times when I was in like a fight or had a disagreement with a friend like I would just blame it on them and like Mm -hmm. it's all their fault nothing's my fault blah 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 but I feel like in the last year like with the pandemic and like with any friendship issues I've had and during doing this like with doing this podcast I've done a lot of like I've almost I almost feel like I've had to do a lot of self-reflection when it comes to my friendship problems like like it's not just their fault it's it's something that I did or my expectations or my you know like it's not just about
0: them it's about us yeah yeah it's a two-way street oh 100% I mean we talk about that in When we answer listener questions, too, because we're always saying, like, you're not able to be objective about this because you're in it. That's why we're helpful, because we can be objective. But trying to do that for ourselves... That's, so like, been I'm, one of the biggest challenges that we've had to do as hosts yeah. of this podcast. And it yeah. is definitely very difficult to do. Yeah,
1: it oh, is. I think we've
0: gotten really good at it at this point. Like, I, not perfect. I definitely
1: feel better. But growth. About it. Sure. Like, I got into a fight with a friend this week, yesterday. It wasn't really, like, a fight. It was just <laughs> a disagreement. Yeah. And, like, at first I was, like, so annoyed at her. And yeah. then I was, like, wait... Let me think about what I did and like why I feel this way and why she feels this way and like make sure that I'm like
0: stepping outside yes. of it. Yes, Jen. yeah. Thank you. Thank we you. love growth. I'm so yeah, proud dude, of you. Yeah, dude. Growth. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I love that. I think that's great. I think that's a great lesson. Um. Yeah. All Next right. Question. Next question. The first one I have on my list is. What other podcast do you get inspiration from? Ooh. Oh. That's a good one. That's a really good one.
1: I love You Up. I think I've talked mm-hmm. about You Up before. I'm yeah, obsessed with have. Jared Fried. Like I will marry him one day perhaps, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, he's so funny and I I mean, I guess I don't get inspiration about friendship from that podcast. But like style. But I, the style of the podcast, like the things that they do on the podcast, the games mm-hmm. that they play, like you and I have talked about trying to incorporate other things like that into our podcast, like the questions situation, like they do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I I think I get a lot of inspiration from them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what other podcasts do I listen to? And similarly, I listen to Diet Starts Tomorrow which Mm -hmm. is also a Betches podcast. I love Betches. Yep. Um, (laughs) Big Betches fan over here. And that's like very similar. Like they, they don't talk about friendship that often. They do sometimes talk about it, but it's more about like, like relationship with food and whatever. Um, And similarly, I think it's, it's just like, there's the way that they're structured and the way that they organize their, um episodes or the way that they you know, if they have a guest, like what kind of questions are they asking people? Right. Or um if they have an episode that's not really like their standard type of like flow of episode, like what does that look like and how could we do something similar for no filter friendship? Right, right. Those yeah. are the two
0: main ones Those are that good. I listen to. Those are good ones. I feel like for you? me, some of my inspirations have changed almost a little bit, too, as we've been doing this. You know, I think when mm-hmm. we first started, the two that I really felt were closest to what I envisioned for mm-hmm. our show, which obviously, like, inspiration, sure. But, you know, we're always going to have a different dynamic than anybody else. So yeah. it's kind of like getting that inspiration and then, like, tweaking it. And for yes. me, that was very much... Um, actually, a podcast I don't listen to anymore, but Guys We Fucked um, mm, with yes, Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. I used to listen to that podcast religiously, and then they moved on to a subscription-only platform, which <gasps> is totally Sad. fine. Happy for them. Yep. Um, but I just didn't see a point in continuing to pay. So I do yeah. think, though, mm-hmm. that like the general style of how they are very open and honest, how they... Their whole podcast is more focused on romantic relationships, Mm -hmm. and but I like how they have topics within relationships that they then, like, flesh out and go really Mm in-depth in. in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Obviously, I love that they're funny. So, that was a really big one for me. And then... The other podcast that comes to mind, which I still think about all the time when we record, is Best Friends with Nicole Byer and mm-hmm. Sashir Zameda. We've
1: talked about that. We definitely have. Before here. Yeah,
0: it's a wonderful Fucking podcast. Love Nicole Byer, yeah. she's a queen. Hi- highly recommend. I'm obsessed with both of them. Their podcast though has like almost no structure to it. So <sighs> in terms of like inspiration, really, what I love about it is the topics that they discuss yeah. when it t- when it comes to their friendship because they really only speak about like them specifically or they mm. sometimes will answer questions from people but in general i just think that they're obviously hilarious and i love yeah. hearing like them go off on their crazy tangents so i f- i feel like though that podcast still is something that i really aspire to achieve like a, a beautiful combination of talent and yeah. thoughts and all that from them And then the other one that I was thinking of also is um, kind of related to how I get inspiration. Not really because it's not directly applicable to our podcast, but I love My Favorite Murder and I've listened to it Mm. for many years and I actually feel like when it comes to editing, I really love how they edit their podcast or lack thereof, really. They don't edit much mm. and I feel like that works very well for them and I think it also works well for us. So Yeah. Yeah. That's that's about it that's for true. inspirations. Love that. <laughs> Um,
1: the next question we got, I'm obsessed with. This is from our dear friend, Kian, yep. who uh, Shout out. is on another great podcast that we love. Not another review show. Go listen if you haven't already. We were on their podcast. They were on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he asked us, how would you host a best friends competition, like a best friends Olympics to decide once and for all who your best friend is
0: from any friend group? <laughs> Which is iconic. Haley? I'll let you answer very first. very iconic. <laughs> it's funny because actually on the Best Friends podcast, Nicole and Sashir sometimes will have best friends on and they do a game that they call besting <gasps> each other where they like quiz them separately about the other person and then they bring them back together. It's like the newlywed game and you oh like compare answers and see how Wait, much we should do that. they That's got the fun. same. <laughs> it is really fun. I love listening to them do it. Although... Sometimes I'm, like, I would pick different questions, which I think mm. essentially is probably what I would end up doing. If I had a best friends competition slash Olympics to determine, like, my best friends from each friend group, first of <laughs> all, it'd be fucking hilarious, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I imagine it in my mind, something like the Dunder Mifflin Olympics mixed <laughs> with the Newlywed game. So I think there would okay. be, like, a lot of really silly challenges, and then... Also have like quizzes, of trivia basically about like who knows me the best. Right. But that's like the best I can come up with, which isn't even (laughs) that interesting. Honestly, I just think it would be really fun to watch my friends try and do that. (laughs) So I actually kind of did this
1: um, Mm -hmm. on my birthday last year during like the height of the pandemic. I did a virtual trivia like, Jen Gregorio trivia for yeah. my birthday, which was not my idea. It was my friend Erin's idea. Shout out to her. It was, like, fucking was really great idea. for her birthday. And um, she helped me, like, facilitate it for my birthday. But... Basically, I split up and I think this is where I I messed up. I split my friend groups (laughs) into like each like their own team. So like I had like my family was a team. My best friends from high school were a team. I had like three groups from college and then I had like a rapid seven group. And I think I think that was it. Um, Yeah. And that was tough because I feel like my family obviously fucking won. Like, obviously,
0: they I have mean, an unfair that, advantage. That's <laughs> not
1: fair. Yeah. So, you know, the, and that was also very much like, you know, what was my guinea pig's name? I was going to say it was very historically
0: like, based, which yes. is good to know, but not necessary yes. to know well, as and like I, to prove that you're the best of the best friends.
1: I agree because I think that like a better test would be like here's a scenario yes what would, what would do she do in this situation yes. right I was
0: literally just thinking the same thing because I
1: think that honestly is so much more important than trivia like yeah. knowing my favorite movie like okay yeah I talk about a goofy movie 24 7 so yeah. if you didn't know that my favorite movie was a goofy movie I would be concerned for you really mm-hmm. just as a human <laughs> um but that is significantly less important to To me, like, as a friend to know, then, you know, here's a situation like Jen went on a date and it went okay. Like, is she going to ghost him or is she going to text him and tell him it was bad? Like my friend, my close friends know in the past I frequently ghost boys. I'm so sorry. I just get anxiety about it. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, like that's more important for them to know, I think. Yeah. than what my guinea pig's name was. It was Buttercup.
0: Yes, I agree. I also think that knowing like fun, like fun facts about a person, it's nice to know fun facts. Yes. And like, I love doing that. But like for, to your point in that example if somebody was like, well, what about if Jen gets laid off from her job? How is she going to be feeling? What's she going huh. to be going through? Like right. That's something how that would you need your want... best friends to know.
1: <laughs> right. And also, how would she want you to support her? Right. Right. That's what would also... you do to
0: reach out to her? What like, would you, what you do? What would be the most effective form Wait, of communication? that would be it.
1: That would be actually, honestly, the best way, because here's a scenario. What would you do? Right for Jen
0: yep. in this scenario, right? What no, would you do for ask, Haley in this scenario? Yes, don't ask what Jen can do for you. Ask what you can do for Jen in this <laughs> moment. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I think that actually would be the ideal way to figure out, like, I think who's the best kind of the best friends. Right, <laughs>
1: right. Who's gonna, who's gonna do the best thing for you in these mm-hmm. different scenarios? Like, What is your what is your friend going to do for you when your grandmother passes away? What is your friend going to do for you when you get broken up with? What is your friend going to do for you when blah, 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 blah? blah? And it's all hypothetical, right? Because obviously Mm -hmm. you can say, I'm going to do this. But then when the time comes, maybe you don't because of whatever reason. right? Right. But in theory, that would be the
0: best. Yeah. Agreed. But I also
1: think that it, like, I don't know, like, I wonder if there's, like, some sort of science to it. Like, the number of years plus the number of times you've hung out divided by the number of... like I don't
0: know times equation, the mutual friends the you quadratic have quadratic formula but for oh, friendship god
1: I want someone <laughs> to figure out okay I'm gonna think about this a lot I think fuck uh well good what news is you've like, got
0: two months to figure out what this <laughs> formula is gonna be <laughs> you can announce it in season two <laughs> great 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 I'm gonna announce my friendship equation in season two so oh get god, excited I can't wait can't wait I'm on the edge I of my seat I love math <laughs> okay, anyway. Finance. What's the next question, Haley? The next question is Have you ever been in a fight where you didn't want to see the other person again? Ooh, <gasps> drama. Have you, Jen? Oh my god, wow. <laughs> um caught you off guard with that one. Haha. <laughs> I feel like no. Really? May um even with what's his face and Trump? What do we call him? I can't remember. Matt? Matt. 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 No, because like
1: that was not like one fight. That was like a slow burn. I feel like it's more often than not, it's a slow burn. Mm
0: -hmm. I
1: don't know if I've ever been in a fight and been like
0: never seen that one fight. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I. Well, I mean, I think technically every time I get in a fight, I don't want to see that person again. But oh, it's like, yeah. you know, the feeling passes. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I, I do think that usually when I initially fight with somebody, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Like, I don't want to talk to you. But yeah, I, I calm down pretty fast. Like, I have very much a flash pan temper. So yes. I'll get mad yes. in a second. But then I'll like literally forget that it even happened. Probably, I don't know, half an hour later. So I think for me it's like yeah sure I've definitely had fights where I didn't want to see the other people again but I for me when I actually stop seeing people or like ghosting them or cutting them out or whatever is in the same situation as you it's a slow yeah. burn like that only happens actually, after it's been continually like over right. and over I'm upset yeah with yeah them. yeah right
1: mm-hmm. um, I did get into like one big blow fight in high school
0: <gasps> drama
1: with my ex when best when the hormones friend. were
0: racing. Cornwall's really? were racing. It
1: was sophomore year,
0: Ooh.
1: and it was in the band room. <laughs> not the band after like room. a f- not the band room <laughs> after a football game. I think
0: mm, yeah, checks out.
1: <laughs> and my my best friend since like sixth grade. Um, I guess I shouldn't name her. I shouldn't name her, should I? We'll call her. <laughs> we'll call her Lily. So Lily. Basically, I don't even remember what it was. And I actually like recently was searching through Facebook messages to try to remember. And like wow. I where she essentially decided to turn the entire lunch table against me and Darren for <gasps> whatever reason. Like I truly cannot. Darren and I
0: cannot what? figure it out. That's fucked up.
1: She it was like her Lily and this other girl that we were friends with were like yelling at me and Darren in the band room in like in public in front of. The band, in front of the marching band. In front of the whole band. Which we were all in. In
0: front of the whole marching band. Wow, that's fun. I have
1: no (laughs) idea what they were yelling about, but I think that was probably a fight where I was like, I never want to see you again. And I, I mean, I haven't been friends with her since, so. Wow. Yeah. I did have to see her because we were in, like, school together, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is about marching band, but actually that just triggered a memory for me of... Oh no, did you also get yelled at in the band room? No, well, I wasn't in band, but you did just trigger a memory for me. I had a friend in middle school and high school who was, oh, such an asshole. His name was Matt, (laughs) and we will not be giving him a fake one. Oh shit! He... Is just the worst. He sucks. I mean, I'm sure he's probably fine now because, you sure. know, he like supposedly matured and stuff, but maybe holy shit, he was the worst. I obviously had a giant crush on him for a very long time, which is mm, really classic. says more about me than anything. Yeah. But I actually did get into a huge fight with him, and it was actually because he was fighting with my then boyfriend. Anyway, I got in a massive fight with him, like screaming match in the playground behind my parents' house and was like, I never want to see your face again. Wow. Yeah, that is definitely a time though when I was like, huge like rage but it's over. very
1: interesting that both of our examples that we can think of are from high school when our hormones are like fucked uh-huh. up and we're like oh, immature 100%, 100%. right
0: 100% like I just don't as think an that, adult, like, I don't as think that an adult
1: happen. yeah exactly like it's very much more of a slow burn like yeah this pissed me off this pissed me off this pissed me off yeah things accumulate and then you're just like I'm just gonna stop talking to this person
0: Yeah, once your frontal lobe is done developing, like, you just don't have the energy for that anymore. (laughs) Genuinely. I don't know where I got all the adrenaline from, but... oh Oh, my God. I need to write that down.
1: Anyway, our next question is, what are your plans for the pod? Expanding it or do more? Have more guests? Guest appearances?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of questions. Wow, okay. I mean... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, we have a lot of plans. We have so many. We do. We
0: do have a lot of plans. Actually, so many. This, this question is perfectly timed because obviously we're gearing up for season two, even though we haven't, we literally haven't even finished season one yet. And we're already thinking about season two. Both of us already have a ton of ideas for next season. Yep. We already have people lined up for interviews. Mm-hmm. We obviously are very excited to see what questions we get sent from you guys, because that will also help us inform what season two will be about and how we're going to structure it. But yeah, we've got a lot going on. I think the main plan that we have right now is to try and get Uh, the season sort of crafted before we even start putting out the episodes, which is something we didn't really have an opportunity to do with season one. So we're hoping that next season will feel a lot more intentional and purposeful Mm -hmm. in our execution. And obviously, we hope that it also just keeps getting better the more we work on it, the better we get at podcasting in general. Um, And yeah, we're definitely going to have more guests. We're definitely... Excited about potentially being guests on other podcasts as well.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So all of that, literally all of it. Yes, all of that.
1: (laughs) I also would like to note that we are thinking about including a new segment called Mm. Demote or Delete, where sort of like a red flag deal breaker situation, except basically you guys tell us a scenario that you're dealing with and Mm -hmm. we tell you, What we would do. And we bring up scenarios that we are dealing with and we tell each other what we would do. Demote or delete. Do you demote the friend, keep them around, or do you get rid of them completely?
0: Demote or delete. Something that we talk about in our episodes, but we're going to put it into slightly different format so that it's a little bit more exciting and engaging. And it's a title and like we've got alliteration. And and we love alliteration. (laughs) (laughs) Haley was an English major. Dude, you did say that in the first episode as well. And I was like, God damn it. And probably every single fucking episode.
1: Seems-
0: <laughs> um, what is our next question, Haley? Our next question is, oh, this is a toughie. What do you think are the top three mistakes that people make in friendships? whoa that's a good one it is oh my god that is a
1: good one fuck okay all right let's see i'm just gonna say things yeah just say off the cuff
0: we can kind of do this together i think i feel like we should we should tag team this one okay i would say the first one that comes to mind for me is communication yeah me too yeah being open about like how you're feeling and what's wrong I think that is, yes. like, probably the number one
1: mistake yeah. that we hear. I agree. Definitely. I agree. I feel like the amount of times we say communication on this podcast is, like, so fucking stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, we over-communicate about how much you need to communicate, basically.
1: It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. Um. So I would say that's, yeah, that's probably number one. I would also say, I think one thing that a lot of... Not a lot of people, but I've seen people do some people just write people off right away
0: yeah.
1: rather than make maybe taking a step back from the friendship, mm-hmm. but keeping them still in your life.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, maybe or maybe in a different way, like kind of what you were saying about your biggest the biggest thing that you learned this year, which was that not all of your friendships are the same. Like, I think people that's a classic thing that people right. are like, everyone's on the same level. And if you're not on this level, you're out.
0: Mm-hmm. which is
1: just not how it is. Yeah. Well, was, it's just not like that. It's just very like, it's not black and white. Friendship's right. not black and white.
0: Yeah. I was thinking in kind of a similar way, something that came to mind for me was a lot of the talking that we have around like expectations mm. and that idea that like, yes. you know, this, or, and I, I feel like it goes in two different directions too. When we talk about expectations, like one thing that we talk about oh, a lot is one thing when we talk about expectations is we're talking about like you know how some friends can only fulfill certain needs that mm-hmm. you have in your relationship and your friendships and then the other thing with expectations that we've spoken about as well is having expectations for other people that are like what you would do.
1: Yes. And people
0: don't live up to what you would do. Yes. Because oh they're my god that's different. <laughs> You're Ooh. just a different person. When I
1: when I talk about like looking inward this year, yeah. like as my biggest thing, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Like my expectations being too high for people. And right. like I need to sit myself the fuck down.
0: Yeah. And that's something that we literally learned like together while we yeah. were working on this podcast. Like mid-episode, we would that's something that we discovered. Yeah. So I I feel like that one's really big. I actually feel like understanding that other people can't be held to the expectations that you hold yourself to is probably even more important than the expectations of like just expecting one friend to do everything for you. I feel like I agree. They're both really critical, but I feel like the first one is like, it's very challenging to come to terms with that. Yes. I'm still not there. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's something that you're going to probably struggle with like your whole life, which really Mm -hmm. sucks. But it's yeah, it's unfortunately it's a reality. So I feel like that's number 2.
1: That's number 2 and I think I have number 3. Tell me if you mm-hmm. agree with this or not. Um I think people that are not open to making new friends are making a huge mistake. <gasps> Ooh.
0: Yeah, you're right. That is like people that one of are the closed biggest mistakes off you can make <laughs> for whatever reason
1: for not making new friends are completely missing out. Yeah. And like That's on them.
0: So true. And to that same point, I've been thinking about this a lot the past couple weeks, but there wasn't an opportunity to talk about it on the pod. But people in particular who say who have these like platitudes about friendship where they say like, oh, I don't need any more friends is one. Yeah. Fuck that. It's fucking stupid. And the other one is like, I just am not a blank person. So, like, I'm not a girl's girl. I'm not a boy's boy kind of a thing. Like, you know how people say, like, oh, I just in general, that entire fucking gender I don't get along Mm -hmm. with, which is obviously a psychotic thing to actually believe because everybody's so fucking different. I feel like people who have those kinds of like vague platitudes of like, oh, that whole this entire group of people I'm just going to completely write off for probably almost no reason. Yeah. Oh, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. (laughs) And it's also like one of the dumbest mistakes that you can make because it is so easy to not do that. Literally all you have to do is just not be an idiot.
1: (laughs) Just be a little bit more open is the thing. Just be like Like, willing
0: to consider a friend.
1: (laughs) Yes. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that one pisses me off. And again,
1: you don't have to be best friends with everybody. Like, I think that, and that I think goes into play with the, like, people that think that there's one level of friendship. And so Mm -hmm. people are like, I don't have time to have another bestie. And like, okay, that's fair. You might not, but you might have time to like have a friend that you're friendly with that you Mm -hmm. get coffee with sometimes or that you invite to parties or that you, see sometimes like yeah that's they're so they're so different but they're also important and it's right. like be open to not having be open to having friends that are not your best friends
0: yeah definitely also
1: yeah i like that one um the next question is what activities help you sustain a long-distance friendship virtual hangs meetups question mark Ooh, mm. hayley um
0: thoughts? well i mean a- a great way to sustain a long-distance friendship is to start a podcast with them. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> it's, it's worked really well speaking for us from experience. <laughs> actually, when it's I the was best listening way, to be honest, when I was listening to the first episode, I was actually low key a little shook by how different our friendship seemed at the time. Yes, like yeah, it was. It almost made me sad because I was okay, like, "I'm going to be emo," but like. Oh. <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I'm not ready. I, I feel like okay. In the last year, I think the best thing that's happened out of this podcast is that we've become like stop. So stop, stop. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, that no, we've okay. become
0: like. So close. I know. I think so, too. Oh, stop. I'm so emo. Emo. I really was like, actually, I was shocked, Jen, listening to that episode. And like the part where we talked about how like we're not friends who text every day. L-O-L we are now. Now like in hindsight, I'm like, damn, if you want to be a friend who texts every day, fucking start a podcast. Dude, <laughs> like, you I have know. No I literally
1: <laughs> was thinking about that today because I was like, wow, I haven't really talked to Haley like all weekend because you were wet, like you were at a festival, and I was like, I miss her. What is I she know. doing? <laughs> literally, I
0: feel like almost every day I'm like, wow, I've got like seven things to tell Jen. I'm gonna have to yeah. tell her this when I talk <laughs> to her <now." laughs> Which now that we're going on break is going to be weird. We got to, I guess we're. No, we're still going to, don't, I'm not worried about I it. I mean, we're, uh, we're just going to have to text even more because we're going to have to make Correct. up for the fact that we're not going to be Zooming yes. constantly, but we'll also probably yes. FaceTime. So it'll be yep. fine. But, but like, yeah, I was shocked at how different our friendship was even just yeah. a year ago, which is crazy I because know. we've been so close for so long, but I, I know. really do feel like this has like. Put our friendship into, like, overdrive. Yes. And the beautiful thing, though, is that, like, we were able to match pace with each other, Mm -hmm. which you don't know if that's going to happen with a friend. Like, if you kick it up to that level and you haven't done that before, like, you don't know if you guys are going to be able to keep pace, but we have and it's been fucking sick. Like,
1: I would say, just to, like, tie this emo shit (laughs) into a with a bow...
0: (laughs) Um, An emo one
1: one year ago when we started this, I would consider you a close friend. You were okay. a close friend, Yep. And now you are a best friend. Like Aww. that's the difference.
0: I agree. I agree. Boo, emotions suck. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. So yes, for this question about long distance friendships, a that's that's one way to do it. But I guess kind of what that means is also like if you're a long distance in the sense where you like really can't see each other, virtual hangs can mm-hmm. be helpful. But I would say one-on-one really is the only way for them to actually be effective. Because if you add yeah. too many people in, then you don't really actually get to catch up. You know what I mean? Yep. It just becomes too crazy. I, agree.
1: I think just community, like just talk, honestly, just talking more yeah. often, like in different forms, whether that mm-hmm. be Snapchat, texting, Instagram, phone calls, phone calls, FaceTimes, audio notes, or and I send audio notes to each other all the time. Oh my God, yeah. LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. <laughs> like whatever it might be, like just talking to each other, just continuing that conversation. There are so many ways to communicate now. Mm-hmm. And then also like if you have the funds, if you have the means to like visiting yeah. each other as much yeah. as you can.
0: In-person is just so much more effective and efficient to catch up so obviously if you can do that that's the best thing that you can do but if you can't i i mean yeah i totally second everything you said there are a million forms of communication and i think the other thing that i've also really come to realize in the past two years while dealing with the panini press Mm. has been you really need to give in your communication with Mm. friends. You can't just be sitting there, like, twiddling your thumbs, waiting for them to say, like, so, got any deep, dark secrets you want to tell me about? Like, got any life-altering news recently? Like, people don't just ask you those questions. You need to come up to them and say, yeah, by the way, this fucking insane thing is happening to (laughs) me right now, and I, like, kind of want to tell you about it. Yep. and. That's like just so important, and I think I've held myself back from doing that so many times with friends because I don't want to like be a burden or mm-hmm. like you know make it all about me. Like I I get so anxious about yep. like ooh, are people thinking I talk too much? Are people thinking I'm too self centered? <laughs> blah blah blah. Um, you do talk too much, but it's okay. I do, and I am, and I do too. A little self centered, and <laughs> we are, know, everybody is. What do you mean precisely? Somebody's got to <laughs> watch out for number one. Am I right? Yes. But I I do think that just being a person who now is more comfortable being like, hey, I had a really fucked up nightmare. Can I tell you about it? And can you help me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's yep. it's yep. like really helpful. The actually. amount of times
1: I text or and say, I had a weird dream last night, want to hear about it. And then every Incredible. time she's like, yes. Obviously. Of course I do. So yeah, no, I agree. That's a great point. I think I also tend to I, I tend to wait until I'm asked things
0: mm. before I say
1: before I share which is a me yeah. problem and yeah, same, um, I might do doing too.
0: that.
1: but yeah I think really just keep, keeping communication open in whatever way you can or and I slack we have like a slack channel
0: Very with nice. like us and a
1: few other friends and we slack in there I g chat with um, my sisters now because Amanda's away you know we yeah. actually started a um, Sister Sunday FaceTime. My God, I love that. Yeah, I know. We got on the phone <laughs> yesterday, and Amanda immediately started crying. I was like, "You've <gasps> been gone for a week. Shut the fuck up."
0: It, you know, but the <laughs> beginning is the hardest part. I know. I know. That's I when it still feels so fresh. Like I remember freshman year being like, "Wow, this yeah. is hard."
1: Yeah, I know. I also think that one of the things that I do with friends. Long distance and non-long distance, what I think it's more important to do when you're long distance, is if I think of somebody for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I try my best to contact them just somehow. send them a note. Mm-hmm. And be like, hey, I was just thinking about you because of X, Y, and Z. Like, how are you doing? You know? Yeah. And, like, I've never been – I think people tend to not want to do that because they, again, don't want to be a burden, don't want to be, like, annoying. But I've mm-hmm. never been met with, like, I don't have time to talk to you. Or like, I can't, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. It's always, oh my God, hey, so happy that you texted me. Right. What's up?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I literally was, I think I was talking about that on a recent episode about how like when I get busy, I just like start sending people
1: yeah. messages
0: and then never responding because I'm mm-hmm. just like, ah, I just need to tell you this thing. And every single person who I've done that to has been, like, so prompt with responding to me and had, like, so many thoughts. And I'm like, wow, I literally had to do almost nothing. And I've gotten so much back. Like, it's so helpful.
1: The other day, actually, my friend Nicole, who uh, I went abroad with, texted Mm -hmm. me, Tom, and Lindsay, who we all went abroad together, like randomly out of the blue, like a random Friday afternoon, texted us and was like, "Hey, how you guys doing? Like, I haven't talked to you in a while." Aww. And I was like, "Nicole, hi." Nicole. It was Aww. it was nice. Like it was so random and it was great. So that's my last tip of of long distance friendships.
0: And I love friendships that I in think, general. To be honest, I think that's a great tip. And it, I. My actually, the next question that we have is very similar. So, I mean, I don't even know if we have much to add, but how do you keep up with conversation if y'all are busy? Was
1: oh my god, that's tough. That's (laughs) tough. (laughs) That's really, really tough. I actually have been feeling like I struggle with that recently because, like, as we are, you know, getting back to sort of doing stuff, I'm just like. I don't Busier
0: and busier. I'm
1: just, yeah, I'm just busier and busier and I'm struggling to like keep up. But I think just trying to make, just making time. Yeah. Whenever you can, if you want to, like it's, it's up to your discretion, right? Like it depends on how much you care. So like, for example, today, or was like, oh, can I call you? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym now. But like, I'm just going to be like, I'm like lifting weights, walking on the treadmill, whatever. So like send me audio notes. I can listen to them when I'm at the gym and I'll like Mm. text you when I can, you know? So like. I'm like multitasking to figure out to communicate with her. And yeah. my favorite thing to do is call people when I'm on the car. If I have like, a, yeah. you know, now that I live in Burlington in, the, in suburbia, oh. I'm driving into the city a lot, which is like 20 to 30 minutes away. So yeah. I try to call somebody during those 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. Because Smart. I know
1: I'm not doing anything. And like if I can get a hold of somebody who's also free, then yeah. that's a great way to sustain conversation and keep it going.
0: Yeah, so true. I feel like every time I get in the car for more than, like, 30 minutes, I'm always like, who can I talk to? Yeah. Which is nice. It's a nice way to pass the time, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I completely agree with everything that you said. This is also something that I'm struggling with, so maybe we can have an update on Mm. some of these methods next season if we continue Mm. to develop them. Uh, But I do think that scheduling time with people is really important. I think... Especially with my like really, really close friends, it's very easy to not schedule time because mm-hmm. if you are like texting, for example, like we were saying before all the time, uh, you might not feel like you need to put aside an hour to just like be face to face and like have an yeah. intentional conversation. But obviously, like we said, that's going to be a lot more meaningful and more effective and yeah. actually feeling close to that person. I mean, I even have to do this with my own goddamn husband. We have to schedule time together now that we're busier. And just to make sure that we are, like, spending time where we're together, we're focused on each other, we're having a conversation, all that good Mm -hmm. stuff. So setting aside time when you can is a really great way to revitalize uh, when you're just in the middle of a really busy spell, which happens to us a lot.
1: (laughs) The next question is funny. Uh, did you have a childhood glow up?
0: <laughs> Ooh, good cue. Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Really? Do you, have you always looked like this? You never I'm, had like I'm, braces? Okay. Or, like... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait. Okay, wait. Yeah. Uh, Wait. uh. (laughs) Let me take
1: that back because in sixth grade, I had braces and glasses at the same time and my glasses were not cute. Oh my God.
0: That's very Eliza Thornberry of you. It was
1: very Eliza Thornberry of me (laughs) and it was tough. And then I think within a year of each other, I got my braces off and I got contacts.
0: Wow. And that was so, it Oh
1: hot. <laughs> immediately hot. Hot. Like, like, immediately. You know, like it was like rom-com vibes. You know, like that's oh, what happens. Yes, and you it get was like the, the makeover. Off, like you Mrs. put the contacts in, you're immediately hot. You learn how yep. to straighten your hair. You're
0: hot. Oh my god! Incredible. In <laughs> I is it? I cop out to say I think I'm still glowing up. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm also
0: still glowing up. It continues. Well, and I would agree. I've never been hotter. I've never been hotter. Genuinely, I do think that we get hotter every year. Yeah. And I don't know if that's... I think a big part of it is that we know what we're doing better. Like, over time, we get better at things. Like, I'm better at makeup. I'm better at hair. Mm -hmm. Also, obviously, trends change. Yes. But... But, like, if you with your curly girl journey that you've had, mm-hmm. now your hair is, like, fucking thriving because yeah. you know how to treat so it, true. right? And, like, you so didn't true. know how to do that before. So that's a glow yeah. up. I would say, in general, yes. Am I hotter than I used to be? Absolutely. Will yeah, I continue to get hotter? Probably. If you can believe it. If you can fucking believe it. Will if I one day be hotter it? than the sun? Probably. 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 It's tough out here. It's, it's tough out here. It's exo- It's a full-time it's job. Like, okay. It's like you look at me and you're like,
1: she couldn't get any hotter. But and then the, the, next the day, reality is... One year from now,
0: I'm gonna be even hotter I'm than I am now. Even hotter. I sometimes I look back at photos from not even that long ago, like maybe two years ago, and I'm like, wow, Me that's how I used time. to look like." Me. I constantly. thought I looked good then, and I'm a little unsure about it now. So, yep. I can only yep. imagine what five years from now Haley, looking yeah. back at these fucking videos and photos, she's gonna be like, <laughs> "Wow, I really was a toe, and now I'm the whole foot, baby." <laughs> Now I'm a hot toe I'm a hot toe Still a toe but I'm hot (laughs) That's that's my aesthetic hot toe (laughs) What's the next question? (laughs) Um, Okay What would you do with $50,000 right now? Oh my god Right now What would you do if you had it right now In this very moment? Put it in the bank Ugh it's I know. So I'm so lame. Get the lame. fuck out of here! With I'm that, such a grown frugal up bitch. answer,
1: frugal bitch. It's like <laughs> disgusting. I literally don't want to spend
0: money on it. Any- I don't like spending money on anything. You wouldn't buy one fun thing before you put it in the bank. No fun for Jen. I'd probably put it. In- I'd probably invest it. Well, that's smart. That's what you should do.
1: I would invest um, it. I think.
0: I would. Not I'm so sorry. It. That's such a lame answer. It is super lame, but it's okay. I forgive you. I would not invest it. Um, mostly because I have things that I could use it for. Yeah, I would. The first thing I would do is pay off my student loans. Hell yeah! That's the first thing I would do. Hell the yeah! The second thing though would be to buy an expensive handbag. Probably a Chanel Checks out Checks out I see that for you Maybe a Burberry Depends how I'm feeling The amount of times <laughs> That
1: I have had to Talk Haley down From buying another Like purse <laughs> the ledge. Is just ridiculous Tuck I'm like me down You don't need the that ledge
0: of buying You don't need it. $2,000 bags yeah, I
1: actually I actually talk A lot of people down From buying things I tell mm. Claire I'm basically Claire's Unofficial financial advisor Even though she has An official financial advisor I'm her wow. second Unofficial Where she sends me something and she's like, should I buy this? And I'm like, why the fuck do you
0: need that? Incredible.
1: Also, my friend Julian, who lives in London, always wants to come here first class. And I'm like, for what? You're going to sleep the whole time. For what? For For what? what? Why? He's like, well, it's only this much more money. And I'm like, "Okay, well, let's think about how many coffees you could buy with that. How many bottomless brunches can you go to with that money? Like, it's just you got to think about it in the things that make you happy.
0: Like that's spent cost money. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. prioritize. I agree. Yeah. Um, however, I would definitely buy something frivolous like that. And then I probably put the rest of it towards buying a house. hmm Yeah. Because yep. that's like Fair. the other big expense that I yeah. have going on. So really, not, I would not be able to invest any of it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would fine. maybe. I would maybe. If I had $50,000 right now, I would maybe buy property in Austin. Ooh. where i'm moving to
0: because yeah. like obviously i'm just smart. gonna rent
1: that's my plan but like i mean but you know, not austin, not and bad i don't necessarily investment. i don't necessarily plan to live in austin forever but like either way it's up it's and coming booming. city it's yeah. booming booming baby booming um right. our next What's question next? is how do you help a friend who is acting distant
0: hmm that's very hard because um, it really depends on why they're acting distant.
1: Depends on the friend. Depends on the friendship. Yeah. Depends that's on the situation. That's the first situation. thing that comes to mind
0: for me. It's hard, yeah, to specify. Like, there's no one size fits all. That That's my first thought.
1: Yeah. I've had a friend who's been distant, like, relatively recently. Oh. And I think I just kept, like, I let her have her space because... Mm. I knew that she was going through some stuff and I didn't think that I would, there wasn't, it was like on her to like kind of figure out there wasn't really much for me to do. Right, right. But be there for her when she wanted me to be there. So like I would check in and be like, how are you doing? What's going on? Like, is everything okay? Or like, you know, just. Do you need
0: anything? Yeah.
1: You know, brief check-ins, like not to put, because the problem is you don't want to put pressure. Right. Right but you also want to let them know that you're there for the, for them if if they need you so it's like a really tough balance and I and I really don't think that it's one size fits all but I don't you can't control other people right so if your friend is, is acting distant and and not being around and you think there's a reason why like the only thing you can do is be there for them if mm-hmm. they need you if they want you they might not
0: yeah I mean, I think for me, the number one piece of advice I would give that can almost work for any situation is to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Like, ask them if they need anything. Ask them if they're okay. Ask them if you are in a situation where you feel comfortable asking them about what's going on. Ask them that. Yep. Just ask what you can do for them because... I think it's important to kind of be a listener in a situation like that yeah. first and foremost. And then I also think the other piece of advice I would give is if it's something that's affecting you like emotionally and you're not getting an emotional response from them, mm-hmm. be the one to present that first and come to them with mm-hmm. how you're actually feeling and be vulnerable about it because If nothing else, it should at least trigger them to say, I'm really like, I'm now that you, I'm aware of this that's going on. I'm glad that you told me that, but, but I still can't X, Y, and Z or whatever. Like at the very least, you should get a response from Mm -hmm. someone when you're open with them about how you're feeling, but it's hard to do. Yeah. Uh, that's a toughie. Um... Okay, our next question. Would you consider yourself a jealous friend? And if yes, do you have an example? I know your answer. (laughs) Well, I'm asking you first. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean,
1: I think so. Mm -hmm. I think there are definitely times where my... Like, if my friends are hanging out without me, which they did a lot in the middle of the pandemic because of obvious reasons, the the pandemic being the reason, Mm -hmm. uh, I was very jealous. And it, like... Truly, almost ruined my friendship with some people, yeah, because I was so jealous and so upset that I wasn't involved and included. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I literally didn't know that I, if I could get over it or not, yeah. So, that's my example. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I mean.
0: We Everything's both, okay
1: now, in case anyone was wondering.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nobody nobody worry. Um we've both talked about actually examples of times when we've had jealousy in our friendships um in various episodes at this point. Mm. But yeah, it's no surprise to anybody who's listened to more than three episodes that I am really <laughs> fucking jealous as a human, unfortunately. <laughs> it's a it's a really sad thing that I have to deal with. But Ah man I mean examples there are like kind of a lot but the first one that comes to mind is I just I'm so bad with my friends having other friends which (laughs) obviously is wonderful and I'm very happy for like logical in her own body and mind Haley is like yes like have friends we love friends like this is great love that for you also like I can't provide everything as much as I might want to so it's like Mm -hmm. good for you to have multiple people But that is probably my number one thing that I struggle with the most with my friends. And it's literally all of them. Like, I could know you for two minutes and I'll be like, you talk to other people? What? Yeah. (laughs) I like hate it. I really hate it. what do you mean? (laughs) I think it's because I'm so deeply insecure about my friendships, like whether or not people actually like me as much as I like them. Mm. So I think that's where it like stems from. Yeah. But... I'm obviously, you know, again, after you are over the age of 25, it all gets so much easier. I am far less jealous now than I was when I was, like, fucking 15. And, you know, it still sometimes it rubs me the wrong way when I find out that my friend has another friend and that they hung out with them and they, like, didn't tell me. Yeah, that's probably always going to (laughs) bother me. But like, do I need to confront them about it? Absolutely not. It's fine, right? <laughs> like, I will let you know it go. You know what?
1: Actually, you know what actually happens to me sometimes. Actually, a good amount is when someone is like telling me a problem that they're having,
0: mm-hmm. and then they're
1: like, "Oh, well, I was telling so and so about it, and they said this," and I'm like, "You talked about this with someone else before <laughs> me." <laughs> Which is like, Dude, again, I feel that. An, an insane thing to think. And it's a it's a fleeting thought that I have. right? Like it comes in, it come, it goes out like, yeah, I don't necessarily I don't hold it against them. Obviously, that would be insane. Because yeah, you would do the but same, is, right?
0: Like it's normal. Right,
1: all the time. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's it's normal to be jealous in your friendships. But as long oh, as yeah. you don't let it affect your friendships, that's yeah. really the key. That's the yeah. Key. Yeah.
0: We hate that. Don't make it. Uh, unhealthy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Unhealthy jealousy. Not great. Not great. No, no, no. Um, and next question is, what do you do when you're having a bad day? How do you stay positive?
0: Oh, Ooh. baby. Um, Haley? I mean, I think the T is that sometimes I'm not <laughs> positive. <laughs> yeah believe it or not i feel like most people i know think that i'm like endlessly positive and i think i mean i do i think i'm more positive than like the average joe for sure same um but i mean certainly not all the time of course i have bad days like everybody does that's totally normal that's healthy alexa played bad day by what's that guy's name howie something right
1: something random. he was a one-hit wonder great song though he
0: was isn't he australian can't remember now um you had a bad day you're You're taking taking one down down. you sing a sad sad song just turn it around yeah correct exactly (laughs) um actually that's a great way to get over a bad day is it's just for me like music heals all so singing songs like that either that make me more emo or that make me less emo Um, which I guess is just all music, depending on how I'm feeling. Sometimes you want to be more emo and you want to just sit and cry. And genuinely like that works for me Mm -hmm. almost all the time. And sometimes you want to be less emo and you want to like try and lift up your spirits. Usually I know myself well enough to know that if I like go to bed and wake up, I'm probably going to be fine. But Mm -hmm. usually what I do is I just try to sit in it for a little bit and then try to distract myself with things that traditionally make me happy, like watching Gilmore Girls and eating pizza. (laughs) That's that's pretty much my (laughs) go-to.
1: For me, it's also, like, when I'm not having a good day, my initial inkling is to, like, be alone and like mm-hmm. hole up in my room right. but I do know that what is gonna make me feel better is being around friends yeah <laughs> to be honest 100%. or like talking to somebody so that's also what I do is I yeah. call a friend text a friend mm-hmm. tell them what's going on hear about their life to kind of like if I need to get my mind off of something I'll just be like can you just Can you just talk to me about something that's going on in your life so I don't have to think about whatever's going on in my life that's making me sad? Dude, yes.
0: Okay, and now we have one last question. Hard to believe. Um, What is it? It is, do you believe in friend soulmates? Or any soulmates, for that matter? (laughs) What do you think, Jen? Well... I don't know. OK, so I do believe in the concept of a soulmate. OK.
1: Um, like, I do think that you can have and I do think that you can have multiple soulmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do think that I guess when I'm when I think of a soulmate, I think of somebody who like I've I feel like I've known
0: for right, longer than I've right. actually known them. Like in a past life kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. And I do feel like I have friends who I think I've known in a past
0: life. For example, you. Yeah, 100%. I think we were sisters in a past life. Yeah, like,
1: we were probably – Definitely. Yeah, like, we've known each other in a past life. I think Darren and I – like, I I think I have – like, I definitely think that a lot of my friends are soulmates with me. Yeah. My soulmates. And that's kind of crazy to think about because I've never really thought about it. Like. Mm in depth, but like, definitely now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm thinking of all these people who I feel like are my soulmates. And there's a lot of them, to be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, mean, I have a lot of soulmates. I do think that people can have more than one soulmate. And I think that yeah, to me, I guess a soulmate isn't necessarily because I feel like traditionally in the concept is like that person who romantic you. Right. Well, Yes, romantically for sure. But like it's based off of like Plato, right? He's the one who talked about how humans used to have four arms and four legs and two heads and then they were split in half and then everybody was like forever wandering around looking for where their other half was. What the fuck? Yeah, this is like I a did thing that Plato not know wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I learned about my this. In Plato school was, at some point. Some,
1: was on some fucked up shit, dude. Oh, they
0: all were, dude. It's wild. Dude, what? But
1: What were they smoking?
0: I don't know. Probably literally anything that they could find. <laughs> they it was it was fucking wild back then. But wild, wild west. <laughs> literally wild, wild ancient Greece. But. <laughs> I think, like, when I think about that and, you know, his the way that he describes it as, like, you have a perfect other half who, like, completes you in every way. It almost makes it sound like that person should, in in some ways, be very different from you in order to make you guys, like, Mm well-rounded. And I feel like an actual soulmate is more often than not someone who is both different and the same. Like, a person Mm -hmm. who is almost just like you but then has... A few key differences that make them able to teach you and you're yeah. able to teach them. Right. And actually, one thing my sister said to me years ago in high school that, like, blew my mind and was how I judged every relationship moving forward. She said that, like, your person who you should be with should make you want to be a better you. Right. uh for them. Like, you want to be the best you you can be for them, and they want to be the best them they can be for you. And, like, you elevate each other.
1: Dude, and that's how I feel about all my friendships. Right. Not all of them, but a lot of them.
0: Yeah. A lot of them. No, same. And I think, that's, to me, like, I think that is more so what a soulmate is. It's someone who you're so, you fit together so well. Yeah. It's like putting on your favorite pair of jeans. Right. But, like, You also just makes sense. You also help each other grow and you can like grow together at the same time. Right. So it's I don't necessarily think that it has to just be one person. I think that you can have several soulmates for sure. And I do think that for people who we've had in past lives, like I definitely think that they come back to us in Mm -hmm. various forms and I think those people come back to us because they're meant to, because we are supposed yeah. to find each other over and over and over again, right? So, damn, yeah, I definitely believe in it. I, I mean, is damn, anybody surprised? That's deep. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. What a beautiful note to end uh, season one. Oh of my note god, it's French almost up. like I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> You dumb no, bitch! <laughs> it's dude for real. This is like uh, what a crazy fucking roller coaster that we've been on. What a wild way to cap off season one of No Filter Friendship. Wow, wow, wow. crazy! <sighs> Bye, friends. <so laughs> <just kidding. laughs> Jen's like, we're out. Um, no, See before we year go. Bitches. Don't forget about us, okay? Because we're not going to forget about you. We are still going to be around wherever you want to find us. We're going to be on Instagram and Twitter. You already know, at No Filter Friends with a Z at the end. We're going to be on TikTok, at No Filter Friendship. The TikTok. You can always come find us. You can always send us messages, DM us, respond to our stories. Do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. We just love to hear from you guys. And Jen. Yeah. If they want to write in a question for season two. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, write in questions for season two because we want to, like, compile them and, like, you know, do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> email us. nofilterfriendship@gmail.com at gmail.com. If you have a friend scenario you don't know what to do with or just mm-hmm. a story about a friendship that went well, that went wrong, whatever. Yeah. Send it in. nofilterfriendship@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And if you have a good contender for a... What do we call it? Demote or delete?
0: Demote or delete?
1: Demote or delete? Let us know. Send yep. it in as well because that's also a thing that we want to start doing.
0: Yeah. Um. And don't forget to subscribe, obviously, yeah, so that you know when we come already. back. Already, mm-hmm. or follow us you on know, Spotify.
1: You know what is a great thing to do in the next few months? What is it? Listen to any episode that you haven't listened to yet. Yeah,
0: because this is catch episode up. fifty-three. Have you listened to all fifty-three? <laughs> Methinks probably mm-hmm. not. Probably not, unless you're my mom. Probably unless, not, unless you're Donna Gregorio. <laughs> yeah, you have not heard every episode, so <laughs> go or Rachel, back. I think, people, I do think Rachel's listened to every single one too. Oh, but okay. Rachel too. But yeah, too. go back. Um, listen to it all. Um, yeah. Listen to it and also please write a review. We have gotten please. a handful of reviews, but there are so many more of you listening than reviews that we actually have on Apple Podcast specifically. So Tell if us you guys, you love us. yeah, if you guys could write like just a little ditty, it takes literally 30 seconds. It costs you nothing. It is the mm-hmm. number one way that you can support us, actually, is by subscribing, rating, and reviewing.
1: Yeah, Please, please
0: do that. You have two months to think about what you want to mm-hmm. write. You know, go back, listen to episodes, mm-hmm. be like, ooh, this episode was really great. I want to make sure I include that. Whatever yep. you want to yep. do. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and it doesn't have to be long. And just submit that for us. And uh, we'll
1: be back next season
0: ah! with more episodes.
1: We'll be back in 2022. See you then. Bye, friends. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Build a friendship. That's right.